Centerfire travelling strongly in front. She's going to try and do it all of the way. Uzmanov and Boomtown Lass both pushed along to chase her. Windside fourth of the turn, then simply fly. Tahitian Dancer pulled to the outside. Then Mr. Mosaic and Needle with a power of work to do. Centerfire's got a full head of steam and she's travelling. Great guns down below the 200 metres. Can they catch her? Simply fly. Boomtown Lass, Windside. All try hard. Now she's getting tired. Centerfire and simply fly. It's the one. Descended, raced away and a sharp win. Simply fly beat Centerfire, Windside third, fourth Tahitian Dancer, then Boomtown last, followed by Mr Mosaic, Osmanov and Needorp, second last and last in 1-4 and 96. Well, there he was, simply fly back in winning form. Tegan Harrison riding as well in the Eureka Colours, and uh, she's had a great association, not only with this stable, but also with Eureka over a period of time. When we were sorting out who our guests would be this morning, uh, we normally defer to Rex Slip, but I thought, gee... Rex is an old-timer, he's been on enough. <laughs> and I thought, let's speak to the new blood, And because not only did Simply Fly win, but, of course, they won the following race with Tycoon Eve. It was a wonderful day for the stable, and the stable is a trading partnership of Rex Lip and Nick Harder. Nick's joining us this morning. Nick, good morning. Good morning, David. Congratulations on yesterday. This is a wonderful day. Let's, let's just talk about you, firstly, how the, the trading partnership came about with Rex. Well, I was at the, I was just at the track one morning, and you know, Greer and I would we'd finished doing our horses, and we were in at the early morning canteen, and Rex was there, and out of the blue, he just he just offered it, and he said, "Is it something you'd consider?" And I said, "I, you know, I'd definitely consider it." And you know, we we negotiated a long time, and I, I started working for Rex straight away, and it's just something that progressed, and we decided it's something that'd work for us and benefit both of us, and we've just gone from there. Nick, while I was at the Courier Mail, um, I think I wrote two stories of Rex retiring from training around the time of Tinto and then, then further on. Do you think that the training partnerships just put a little more spring in, in his step and, and, and sort of uh, given him more passion to sort of continue on in the, in the game? Yeah, Nathan, I think it has. Um, you know, Rex has been telling everyone he's going to retire for 10 years. Yeah. He's made no secret of that. But um, And part of the reason for the partnership, I think, was... You know, he said it just gives him more, a bit more freedom. Um, Ros has sold the salary that they owned in Toowoomba for 20 years here, so mm-hmm. they're able to now, you know, go and do do more things and take more holidays. And there's someone here to keep keep control of things. So I don't think retirement's in the near future. I think he's put that on the back burner for a couple of years now, which is great. And you know, he's been a great guide to me for a long time, Rex, and I've learned a lot from him. How long has the trading partnership been officially going? Uh, I think it's officially started in October last year, but right. I I started working for Rex around February last year. Fair enough. Uh, Simply Fly, he was at his best yesterday. Uh, we know when he's at his best, when he's on song, he has that dynamic finish, and that was evidence yesterday. His form's been okay without being outstanding. Would you agree with that? Yeah, he's just he needs a lot of luck, and he... I was surprised he took that gap to the inside because all his wins have been dominant when he's been able to get to the outside and come come down the outside of him. But, you know, it was a brilliant ride by Tegan. She did, she got the best out of him yesterday, and it was great to see. He was at his best as a three-year-old. He put that sequence of wins together and was able to win the duel. He, he hadn't won since the, the duel until yesterday. He'd been... He'd knocked on the door, Nick, but had, had it been a frustrating sort of time with the horse in that he had been racing well enough, but just not um, saluting? 
Yeah, it, it had been a bit frustrating at times. You know, he was he was always putting in his best effort. There was just always a couple there. There was one better, or he was just balked for a run where he needed needed things to go his way. And um, you know, he's always always been there and he's always performed. So we're happy that he's finally got that stakes win yesterday for you know Rex mm. and the team and the McAlpines and and that and it does wonders for the mayor as well. That was his sixth run this campaign, so he's deep into a campaign. Do you pull up stumps after yesterday, or does he go somewhere else? Um, no, he goes to the paddock now, and um, we'll sit down and give him a couple of weeks off, and we'll work out a, a path on where we go next with him. That's him. Tycoon Evie is possibly similar in that she hadn't been able to, to win this season, even though she sorry hadn't won for a little while. Um the preparation yesterday, going from the Waterhouse to the the, the Pam O'Neill, the twelve hundred to sixteen hundred, was that? At what point did you hatch that plan? Well, the the Pam O'Neill was always the plan when it got moved to this date. Um, right. It wasn't it wasn't ideal having to go from the twelve to the sixteen, but it was what we had to do. Um, and you know, Rex is always. And I, we've always thought that her pet distance would be that fourteen hundred mile, and it was great that, great that she could affirm that yesterday. Yes, well, we'll talk to Aidan Thompson shortly when we'll listen to the replay of Tycoon Evie. But um, she was very strong yesterday, but a bit like Simply Fly, as Nathan pointed out, form has been okay without being outstanding. But good to see them peak on the days when you really wanted them to peak. Yeah, that's correct, and it does wonders for her. She's a Group Three winner now. She's also got some stakes placings here, so. And she's impeccably bred, so it's it'll do wonders for her career when she goes to be a broodmare. Yeah, I fell into the trap yesterday. I think, oh, the 1600 is a risk, but forget that she she was dominant over a, a mile at Eagle Farm as a three-year-old. It's just that she once she's, you tried her beyond that, she, she struggled beyond the 1600, but she's now, I think, had three goes at the mile and two wins in the, the good second easy far in a stakes race. Yeah, that's correct, and... Um, the Doombin Mile really suits her, as you said. She ran second to Easy Far in the Princess Stakes last year, and you know it, it was a good tussle down the straight that day. She only just got beat on the line, and you know it really affirmed that we thought she she was a genuine miler. And once she developed more again to this season, um, she was able to prove that. How many in work at the stable? Uh, there's 23 there at the moment. That's sort of what we try and sit on. That's that's plenty to keep us busy. So. Good to hear. Nick, thanks for being with us this morning and congratulations to you and also, Rex, on the the, the, the double success yesterday. A really good day at the office and we wish you well in the future and I'm sure this association is going to continue to flourish. Don't worry. Thanks, David and Nathan. Thank you for your time.